doing today on this first of february that's right welcome to february everybody that's it we're here yes. day before groundhog day sadly a groundhog died just before he was supposed to do his job interesting um crazy headline right there but uh you know beginning of black history month too and uh yeah a lot more movies coming out what's happening guys for clicking in as per usual make sure you smash that like thumbs up make sure you join if you want to join we're going to have our you know our weekly members only post show stream after this so pick my brain a little bit if you want to become a member do that of course got the patreon down there too all that stuff and uh you know if you're watching not live hey guess what you'll have chapters to fast forward you don't have to hear me talk this whole time because i ramble way too much right what's going on mr fear jason yeah, all right, we got uh, Draga right here. Joga, I should say. How's it going? We got that. We got Miss Wonder Meg Ligma. Not sure even what that is. Uh, Eric Patterson, how's it going? Music man, good to see you. Jesse, what's going on? We got Mr. Uh, Powell right here. He wants the band Jose. No, you don't. You loved it. Old beast. <laughs> There's Jose right there. Full frontal for me. Yes, right. That's, that's in my contract. I will do full frontal if you need to. Uh, man, you guys in your band. What's going on, buddy? Taco Tuesday, right? Thick and wolf lane. Thick and wolf. We got Lane right here, buddy. What's going on? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Everybody's having a fun time. Hello, darling. We got Matia first. All right here. All right, what? Interesting. We got Selena Kyle. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Boop. Alright. Yeah. Saying hello to everybody. We got everybody chatting it up right now. Just chatting up a storm. Yo, what's going on, D-Ball? How's it going? Hey, Lane. How you doing? Happy February, everybody. It's her B-Day month, so, you know, everybody spoil Wonder Meg. Send her all kinds of pops and everything, you know. Spoiler, huh? Do that. Do that. Huh? Let's see. Uh, what's going on, Stephanie? Good to see you. We got Captain Gator Girl right here, too. We got Cat. First day of the month uh, of love all. That's right. Yep. Got the... Yeah, I did, that was not That was not by... That was a by mistake, too. I was like, uh, oh, where my flash shirt? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess it fits with a lot of red that's in the background and everything. What's going on, Mr. Will Diesel? How's it going? We got... And Wheezy's World like it like your name all right who else we got who else we got huh nobody oh rosemary's here oh this stupid chat thing just goes crazy hello rosemary uh you missed his sexy voice when he was uh when he showed up on the patreon stream that's right that's what you missed that's what you miss ah uh, let's see is there anybody else Meg? don't give your yeah ah <laughs> uh, but i know it i know it just kidding I would never give that away. Don't worry. But anyways, ah, let's see. Dave, you were gone. I was gone too long. It's been 24 hours. Less than, it's been 23 hours. Well, I appreciate that, Captain Gator Girl. I, I appreciate that. I missed you too. I did miss you too. So thank you guys for clicking in as per usual. Um, 
Yeah, hopefully you guys had a good day on this uh, 1st of February. Um, I had a busy day, man. I had one of those fire alarm type days where it's like, oh, daytime work was just like, sometimes I just, you know, you work for people and they're like, oh yeah, we can get certain things done so quickly and, you know, we'll have it done by the end of the day. So, um, I worked a little later than I was supposed to. So then of course I was scrambling to get the show together. You know, I was hoping to get like some kind of sketch thing, but I wasn't at time to do anything like that. I don't know. It's just a crazy day. Just a crazy day. But we're here now. We're going to talk some movies. We're going to, uh, uh, there's like a little question. We're going to go down. We're going to take a little dive into, um, I bet, you know, the, the main Batman, the Batman Twitter handle said, if you had a question for Robert Pattinson, what would you ask him? So we're going to kind of take a deep dive. You know, I was kind of looking at that. I'm like, oh, that could be fun for a main topic right there is to do all that. Not to mention, we got some character posters that came out today. Some more interviews of, you know, everybody talking about the Batman, which is good stuff. Uh, Obviously, there's going to be a lot of... um, um, there's going to be a lot of that in the next couple of weeks, which is going to be constant Batman, 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 which of course, you know, you know me, I love that. I absolutely love that. So, and then, uh, and then we're of course going to talk about AT&T, just a small article that came out, nothing huge, but we're going to go over that a little bit. And then, and then of course, we're going to talk about the February movies that are coming out. Did that poll kind of, kind of interesting. The results of that poll that I put out when I came, when I asked, what movie are you most hyped for for February? I gave six movies. Kind of kind of interesting. I was actually surprised by the results of that poll. So we'll, uh, of course, talk about that. So anyways, yes, yes. Uh, let, me, when the, let me know when the... I, I don't know when that guy's ever going to show up. Yeah, it was a slow news day. Definitely was. Yes, it was, Jacob. Yeah. It's a definitely a slow news days, but what can you do? Sometimes they're just slow news days. Usually Mondays are crazy. Usually Mondays are crazy. Did I not? Fuck. We're, oh, man. Okay, hold on a sec. Let me. We'll get to the tweets right here. I thought I had it ready to go. There we go. Now I got it ready to go. All right, let's go to the tweets. Okay. Starting off, hey, look at that. There's a shot of Michael Keaton's Batman and the Penguin right there. Danny DeVito, why not? Good way to start in front of Shrek's right before um, Catwoman comes out and blows up the whole thing. It's good stuff, yes. And then, hey, interstellar corn right here. That's right. You know, I just thought the corn just took a picture of it, you know. Thought I posted on my social media. That's just me doing my dumb uh, Matthew McConaughey impression. But, yeah, Matthew McConaughey yesterday, he posted interstellar corn. So I thought that warranted a retweet. Good for him. He knows he loves that movie. Restore the Snyderverse. Hey, look at this uh, character poster right here for um, for Deathstroke. Really good stuff. By this is a uh, this is a uh, Brian Zapp right here who who sadly passed away last year. Uh, I got a couple of his posters that I'm still you know I, I just don't have a spot for them quite yet to to hang up. Got to get them framed and hung up, but uh, I definitely will. Hopefully, if I like get need to you know need to get the hell out of this apartment. That's for sure in the city that I'm in. Yeah. And speaking of art, we got Mr. Aaron Bailey right here posting this. Right, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's coming through that boom tube. You know why not? Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so look at this right here. Look at this image right here. Okay. So, this is actually uh, if you type in uh, 
Clay, uh, let's see, did I already type it in? Clay Enos. Clay Enos. He was actually having some fun today, Mr. Clay Enos, uh, posting some images. Seriously, some images right here. Behind the scenes images of, um, of you know, Man of Steel, of course, right here. We got, we got, uh, well, we got. Superman technically kneeling before Zod, I guess you could say, but wearing that black costume right there. Oh, ha, ha. That's the, uh, of course, the black costume from uh, Man of Steel right there. And then in that nightmare sequence, which, man, that's just, uh, of course, a thing of beauty. All the Superman costumes are a thing of beauty. And uh, yeah, just really cool. That's just a really cool shot right there. Just a really cool shot. And then, of course, we got the beautiful goddess herself right there, Miss Gal Gadot. As Wonder Woman, my God, I mean, Jesus, she's just, she's just too freaking beautiful, you know, she's so beautiful, she's ugly, that's just the way it is, and then we got the group shot right here, when they were gonna, you know, standing right there, um, obviously the capes, Batman and Superman's capes were added later, because you have to get that good cape porn that Zack likes to do, that, um, you know, get that nice and flowing in the wind right there. But obviously, you notice that he's wearing, of course, the blue costume, which, you know, we all know that. Just tweak it. Just tweak it in post. Tweak the color grade. It's fine. You know, Zach always had that under his sleeve right there, which was great. The fact that he was able to just tweak the color grade just to make it, you know, slightly. I mean, obviously, there was probably some VFX also involved, too, at times, to make the black and silver suit, which looks just awesome i think that's why they really added the padding right here the the chrome padding underneath but you got that you got that and then you got this kinky kinky stuff is about to happen that's right batman tied up superman about to walk up to him show him the business uh, i always love that um a video that somebody actually put the uh you know the the george michael song you know with the the, the saxophone and everything you know i'm never gonna dance again Guilty feeling. It's just the way that somebody edited that together. I remember that was like hilarious because they slow mode even like when he rips off the bat cow. But yeah, there's that shot right there too. Clay Enos just doing some good stuff. He even had a close up of uh, of Zod right there as well. You know, of course with the uh, being uh, the shackles on the Kryptonian shackles right there. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Absolutely love it. Love that. Keep on posting, Clay. We want to see more. What else you got? What else you got on that reel? You know, I'd like to see it. Whatever you got. Just keep posting. Why not? Just keep posting. I think we all love that. We all love to see that, right? That Zod shot, just absolutely beautiful. Clay Enos is Clayface, huh? Okay. <laughs> if that, yeah, I don't know if he'd be up for the gig, but hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, I always love this right here. I always, I always thought this was like one of the best, like uh, you know, lightsaber battles right here. I mean, obviously the 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 Obi Wan and Anakin one gets pretty crazy as well, but I always liked this one because it just felt like so. Look at how energetic that is, man. You McGregor and fucking you know just going at it right there. Just love that. And it's official, guys. So I guess the report was true. The report was true. Tom Brady has officially. Retired from the NFL. That's right. So we had those reports, the up and down reports. We didn't know if it was all true, what, what, what was going on or anything like that. But apparently it's all true. Tom Brady posted on his social media that he has, he's in fact retiring from football. Hey, he had a great career. He's got enough rings to fill up his hands. 
I think he's got more rings than uh, than Thanos had stones, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he finally wrapped it up right there. Tom Brady, the actor? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so there you go. So great career. So now the Bucks need a fucking quarterback. That's going to be a lot of rebuilding right there for the Bucks. So any Bucks fans out there, I feel for you. I feel for you. Ah, here's a cool shot of Jared Little's Joker right here. That is just absolutely creepy looking, but I absolutely love it. Look at that. That's cool. Love that. God, I love the art. The art, it's just so great. Got Robert Pattinson talking about doing long dialogue scenes and emotional scenes behind the cow. Completely changes what you think acting is. I've been acting for 20 years, and you feel, and you, feel you have certain crutches you, have, you can rely on. You think that it's all... It's your eyes that are telling the story. Remember what remember what Zach said when I asked him? I was all, okay. But the first time he was on the vodka stream, I asked him, I'm like, did you ever consider the white eyes for Batman? And he gave a great answer that said, no, I mean, when, when every actor who gets in that Batcal has to act with their eyes. They have to act with their eyes, and that's very much... What you have to do, that's why, you you know, you've only, you only see the white eyes, any kind of lenses for specific moments, of course. But, yeah, I mean, the Batman actor, any kind of Batman actor has to act with his eyes. And look at this. Just when he thought that, just when he thought that Miss Davis right here couldn't get more badass. Look at that shit. God damn. You thought, like, you thought, like, Amanda Waller was peak, was peak Viola Davis badass? No. We got a new movie coming out. Where she's really going to show how badass she is. And that movie's called The Woman King, starring Viola Davis right there. Uh, and uh, I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but these first images came out, and I was like, holy shit, do not fuck with Viola Davis. I tell you what. Man, but I let her fuck me up, right? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. Um you know, we don't really need to talk about Robert. I mean, everybody, I mean, how many times, you know, I'm Robert Pattinson, asshole. I mean, obviously, you know, that whole thing when it came to Campia saying he didn't work out. And then you see him shirtless. You're like, yep, yeah, he, in fact, did bulk up a little bit. He does have a skinny frame, but, yeah, he uh, he's looking pretty bulked right there. And he talks about how, yeah, how he'd work out before and after the shoot, and it'd be long shoots, and man, that's got to be, um, that's got to suck. But yeah, he was just basically talking about he'd work out before, and then he'd work out after, so. Yeah. And I guess he's like, with the next Batman, he's going to be like, hey, guess what? Got to, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to keep on keeping it up, I guess you could say. I don't know, but good on him. He's not, you know, I want Campia to interview, I know, right? Campia should interview him because he would just kiss his ass. Uh, Ken Lewis right here made this uh, awesome shot right here um for uh yesterday and then of course ray porter i think ray porter saw it but it's just such an awesome shot of uh you know it looks like dark side and and uh superman battling it out with each other so really good stuff really good stuff i think it's totally i mean it's 100 percent of photoshop i always love it when like when shots like this come out from awesome people that know how to do photoshop or you know art and then I'll see in my time, like, what? Wait a minute. What is this? And I see people, like, freaking out. It's like, oh, my God. Just, whoa, relax. Embrace the art. It's not something that, like, you know, some people will think that, like, Zach actually posts. It's like, no, do your due diligence. Look first and make sure, like, oh, wait, this is just something. Okay. But, yeah, very awesome shot by Mr. Ken Lewis right there. Good job. Good job. Uh, and then Matt Reeves said um, pretty much, uh, I think, uh, yeah, if you want to hear uh, Mr. Uh, Giacchino, Giacchino, 
His uh, amazing music for the Batman is coming out this Friday, so there you go. We're going to get uh, the Riddler. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear that theme, that creepy theme right there. So more. We're going to get more when it comes to the Batman score. And uh, so make sure you guys check out that. I'm going to be – that's going to be on a loop. It's going to be on a loop for me, like, all fucking weekend. I can tell you that much. I tell you that much. Uh, Colin Farrell, speaking of the Batman, he's got two movies that are coming out on March 4th. So we're going to have a uh, Colin Farrell weekend kind of thing happening with the Batman. And after Yang, a sci-fi drama. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I uh, saw it on my timeline. But, I mean, it's, it's just amazing that that man is, you know, that's the same dude. That is the same guy. It's weird. Same fucking guy. Crazy. Fucking makeup. I'm telling you, it's going to get awards. Going to get awards. Here's a cool little statue right here from Hot Toys. Yeah, that's right. So freaking cool. Zod right there. Gotta love it. And we got Mr. Uh, Junkie XL. He retweeted Steven's video. Open up the vinyl. That's pretty cool. The Mondo uh, the Mondo uh, news team did a uh, did it good here. Did good here. So there you go, Mr. Junkie XL. He's been busy. He hasn't really tweeted that much. So probably caught this. And uh, yeah, he tweeted out Steven's uh, opening of that. So that's really cool stuff right there. So I I love this post right here. Birth of Kal-El, death of Superman. That's right. You just got to put it. I think people have also put it in like the other section where it's like, you know, the rebirth of superman as well it's good stuff uh we got mike uh mike flanagan he's uh starting off his uh his new his new movie the fall of the house of usher right here so he posted out his little slate and then of course miss carla Gugino. <laughs> always i've had a crush on her for like fucking 25 years um yeah she uh she's of course going to be a part of it and uh she's ready to go too so uh, yeah, please give me more Mike Flanagan stuff, and please give me way more Carla Gugina stuff, please. As much as I can take, I will take, yes, just cast her in everything. Cast her in everything. Here's some cool little um, statues right here. we got the Joker standing on a ledge with Batman chained to the ledge. Can I have this, please? I want this so bad, or it's just a statue. I mean, it's it's so beautiful, so beautiful. Oh, my God. I want this. I want this badly. Meg, do you have this in your comic book store? So uh, can you send it to me? All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, if you can. Let's see. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you guys are having... Let's try here, uh, is, this, uh, is this Bailey also? This Aaron Bailey right here? He did this cool little edit right here with the uh, the newly required images from Clayanos. So that's really cool. Good job. Good job, sir. And then, yeah, there you go. There's a real poster right there. Casual Batman. That's right. Casual Batman gets his own poster as well. What's going on, Jam Jam? Good to see you. Casual Batman gets his own poster too right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, he'll be back soon, guys. He'll be back soon. Don't worry. Uh, this right here. So Kevin Smith uh, was talking about Boba Fett. And I actually kind of expressed this a little bit too. Uh, on Friday's Vodka Stream. We had a heavy Book of Boba Fett um, discussion on, on Friday's Vodka Stream, which was great. But he talked about this right here, uh, you know, when it, in regards to his helmet. So this is the quote right here. He says, One of the things I loved about Boba Fett through most of my life is that we never, that he never, that we never took his helmet off. And in uh, Boba Fett Now, episode four or whatever, chapter five, actually, we are 
accustomed to Boba Fett just going all natural Charlie Brown style and stuff. And I and I and it don't matter. I understand story wise he's not a Mandalorian and so forth and such. Like and like I'm not dumb. I'm just saying that this uh, this episode seeing Din Djarin, um seeing the guy never take take his helmet off just makes every scene cooler where you're um, where you're just like, I don't know what he's fucking thinking. And uh, I bring out, like I said, I brought up this point on, on the vodka. I think that's part of the reason why, like maybe I've had a little bit of like, eh, it's just like, we're always seeing his face. And I, yeah. And I totally agree with what Kevin Smith had to say right there. It's like, you just always just notice Boba Fett as Boba Fett uh, with that helmet, the helmet. And that's just pretty much, he never really got any emotion. He just seemed like this this character that even like like we've talked about too that he's he's even like talked Vader down. You know, he's just like even Vader is like, whoa, watch out for this guy. This guy's ruthless. But I mean, obviously, he's not a Mandalorian, so it's not like it's not part of the Kree or the oath or whatever the hell to keep the helmet on. Which obviously that's always very strange. I if you want to like really dig into that, it's like well, obviously you have to take the helmet off every now and again. That thing gets dirty, gets filthy. You gotta wash your hair. You know how gross it is under there? My God. No, but I think uh, I've always kind of like thought about that too. It was like, well, wait a minute. Like the one thing about Boba Fett is like, yeah, he's always been kind of in disguise or something like that. But, uh, you know, but when it comes story wise, obviously he's going to show his face. And But even um, uh, what's his name who plays Boba, Boba Fett has said like, yeah, he thought that there was too much dialogue for Boba Fett. And I even kind of thought about that too. I was like, yeah, he does talk a lot. I mean, obviously with the flashback scenes, but the flashback scenes, yeah, and he has no armor, cool, whatever. But I just, I think, I, I think there should be a better balance because there's like sometimes we're in episodes where he's just holding on to his helmet. Like sometimes I'm going, kind of going, just keep your helmet on, you know? Maybe just keep it on for most, you know, a little bit more than than they're actually doing right now. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Find that balance. He doesn't have to have it on all the time because obviously. It's not part of the character. It's fine, but just maybe have it on just a little bit more. That's all. That's me, though. That's that's what I think. I don't know what you guys how you guys feel about it. You know, should he wear the helmet more? Should he, or do you are you okay with the fact that he has taken it off a lot? I don't know. You know, you guys tell me what's going on, Rhea. Good to see you. I just think you should keep it on just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. That's all. Look at that buff stud. Look at that stud right there. There's that. There's that Batman right there. God, that costume is just it's just great. It's a great costume. I know I know the BVS one is uh is better, but you know, still. Oh, it just looks good. Just looks good. Just looks good. Oh, look at this. Oh somebody <laughs> Somebody went into hiding. And it's this guy right here, E.W., Eric Weber. So he went, oh, he blocked me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, then, giddy up. All I said was, well, he posted that, you know, he heard from his source. You know, got sources, man. I heard from my source. He just talked to me right now. He said, the Batman, you know, it's going to be controversial. You know, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be talked about a lot. It uh, plays out like the Zodiac, plays out like Chinatown, plays out. He basically listed the movies that, you know, Matt Reeves has already listed himself. And all I said was, I think we all figured that this after that first trailer. So he must have just went on a blocking tyrant, like tirade right there. I didn't realize he blocked me. 
Jesus Christ, you know, soft much, sensitive much. That's not even a bad tweet. I just said, I think we all figured this after the first trailer. Yes, we all knew it was going to be controversial and stuff like that. I mean, it was nothing new, but yeah, I mean, I saw everybody toss it around that tweet like crazy. So he must have just was like, block, 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 block. Jeez, man, what is he in his bathtub right now with the shower running with like, you know, cupping his knees like <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. When you say a fucking generic, stupid tweet, your source, my source just texted me. You know, people are going to be like, well, duh, duh. What are you talking about? Jeez. He didn't block me, and I said he sucks. <laughs> well, you know, you know, he was threatened by me. That's right. He saw, he clicked on my uh, profile and went, oh, my God, this guy, this guy, he's uh, got a bigger following, and he's better looking. Anyways, okay. So, all right, well, sorry, Mr. Eric Weber. I didn't realize you were going to be so sensitive about my quote tweeting, but okay then. Giddy fucking up. You got to love it. I like this right here. Chris, the lunchbox, he made the uh, the nightmare version of the Batmobile right here, which is pretty cool. Uh, made it, uh, you know, put some, um, whatchamacallit on there, camouflage. Made it like that, made it deserty. I think that's pretty badass. Kind of makes you wonder, what would the Batmobile look like in the nightmare world? I would say it probably would get a little close to that. I would say that's pretty close, yeah. Speaking of Book of Boba Fett, I mean, they're showing this image right here. Are we going to see Grogu? I think we're going to see Grogu possibly see Grogu who knows what's going to be happening who knows and Doom Patrol season four starts shooting next week so there you go apparently according to Michelle Gomez official heading back to Doom Patrol next week so I still have to catch up on Doom Patrol I suck I do Ah, but of course we love Zack Snyder. Remember when he watched uh, BVS and this was great? He was like, I loved, I, what was great about the live watch with Zack watching BVS was the fact that he was, he was so into his own movie. Yeah, so great. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, that was always funny because he was supposed to do commentary. He was supposed to do commentary you know, he was supposed to do like kind of like a commentary track of it, but it, he always you always would catch him looking like like he was like one of us just watching, watching the beauty of especially, you know, especially when it comes to that final act. You got to love that. I, I just wonder if Zach's going to end up, you know, is he is he ever going to do Zach's another shot? He's got to do Hopefully he could do that. He could squeeze in like a live watch. But I mean, it's four fucking hours. He might have to do it in chunks. I don't know. But yeah, I hope he does a live watch of uh, of. Uh, of uh Zach, of his justice league so that'd be pretty cool so anyways guys there you have it that's the tweets right there so if you guys enjoyed that yeah i just like come on zach you know let's watch let's watch let's watch uh your four-hour opus let's watch all that that's always makes me literally laugh i know he's uh yeah he's he's a funny dude he's a funny dude uh anyways oop get rid of that and let me get rid of that. All right, let's talk more about the Batman. Like I said, guys, uh, the Batman official official um, uh, account on Twitter basically put the question out there of uh, if you have uh, a question for Robert Pattinson right here. So let me just let me give it a little scroll first. Make sure nobody's you know throwing dick pics or whatever the fuck. You know, have some you know um bat dicks out there i think we're good i think we're good <laughs> gotta be careful when it's twitter man people just will just throw some shit out there 
But uh, what would you guys ask Robert Pattinson that he hasn't a- answered already when it comes to the Batman? Um, I mean, obviously, we've heard that, you know, he enjoys all the movies. He loves uh, Mask of the Phantasm. You know, he's talked about uh, the psychology of Bruce and uh, how he's a freak. You know, that was pretty cool yesterday with that quote yesterday when he talked about how his uh, his uh, agents didn't think that he'd be down to do Batman. But apparently he was very much down to do Batman, or at least he says he was. I mean, I'm, I, I, I believe him. I mean, who knows? There could be some fluff, fluffing going on when it comes to these. But um, uh, I just kind of wonder, like, uh, which books, which books did he uh, look at? Probably the ones that Matt Reeves looked at, I'm sure. Um, did uh, was there one of the things that Christian Bale, when it came to Batman Begins, was the cow made his head hurt, and Christian Bale just used it. Like apparently there was a lot of strain on his on his on his face and his head when it came to that cow, and it you know I think it caused like headaches and stuff like that for Bale, and he kind of just used that for the character. Um, which maybe that's why, I don't know, that's why I like his Batman better in the Batman Begins uh, costume. Um, I don't know. But, yeah. Is there anything why so serious? You'd ask him why so serious? Yeah, I don't know, right? That's a good one. How long did he uh, last on the Batmobile with Catwoman? There you go. See, funny jokes. Funny jokes like that. So let's see what some people on Twitter had to say when, they come, when it comes to this. We have Jezebel right here, which a lot of you guys know who Jez is. Uh, there's been some incredible adaptions, adaptations of ba- of the Batman character and the lore through filmmakers like Burton, Nolan, Snyder, etc. What does your Batman? How does your Batman, along with Reeves' masterful filmmaking, dif- differentiate from those interpretation the most? Eh, I think we could kind of tell <laughs> just from the trailers. Uh, and then this is a good question right here: How would you like to see your Batman character evolve in the future? I think he kind of talked about that briefly. Robert Pattinson did so. Which I thought, you know, he he was talking about where his character would go. My, I always said that his Bruce Wayne has to learn how to be Bruce Wayne. His Bruce Wayne does not know how to be Bruce Wayne right now. If you watch that funeral clip and even with the trailers, it's like he doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. He really does not. He's just totally, he's just like a, like an introvert essentially. So he's got to learn how to get that other. Cause like I said, we've always we've been saying that, especially with uh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Andrea, who uh, Doctor uh, uh, Arkham Asylum, she always said that he doesn't have two. He doesn't have two personalities. He has three. He has his real personality, his Bruce Wayne personality, and his Batman personality. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Batman film news. They said, hey, Rob, if you could bring one DC superhero in the Batman universe, who would it be? And also, which Batman villain would you like to include in potential sequel to the Batman? Now, my always my take was I, w- I would like to see a Mad Hatter ty- kind of type. I mean, obviously, we're probably going to get a Joker, some kind of Joker. Obviously, Matt, you can't have a Batman without a Joker. You can't have a Batman franchise without a Joker. Um, a Mr. Freeze would be interesting as well. Um, so, but... Bringing in another DC character, I mean, that, ah, man, that'd be very interesting. I don't think Matt Reeves really wants to approach that quite yet, but, you know, that would be interesting to get some kind of character. Like, I think somebody who could actually fit in this, like, world, if you're not going to have the crazy meta, the you know, meta-human type level heroes or aliens or something like that, Green Arrow would be a good choice, you know? I mean, I'd, I'd be kind of cool to bring, like, a Green Arrow into this uh, into this Batverse that Matt Reeves is creating. Uh, let's see, Mr. Uh, Via Real, this is right here, Battinson. We live in a society that is still dealing with the pandemic. How complex was the filming in this situation? I think they talked about that, too, that he couldn't leave, couldn't leave the set, 
Couldn't leave his hotel room. There was that stuff. Uh, this is totally a superhero. Yeah, you got all this. Uh, do you subscribe to Boba Talks? Yeah. Uh, of course, people said, do you like my art? That's pretty cool art. Good job. Right there, AP. Yes. Uh, Robert Pattinson Gifts says, I know you won't make a public Instagram, but can you please do a takeover of the Batman's account? We would love to see your chaotic pics. Hmm. So th they want your chaotic pics there, Robbie Pat. Vengeance right here. Do you have any influence on the scripting or visual process of the movie? Yeah, that'd be I don't know if people have asked, like, you know, was he trying to base it on anything? Was there anything? Was there any what inspirations did he have to be his Batman? Hey, Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Uh, oh, Hush would be a good one there. Lego Batman. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite Batman storyline movie? That'd be cool. I mean, he kind of talked about Batman fan Mask of the Phantasm, so that's most likely. Uh, the Art of the Batman. Rob, did you listen to any particular songs in between during the filming of the Batman? Hmm. I wonder if he listened to any Nirvana. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Leslie right here says, what's the most interesting thing to you about Bruce Wayne's psychology in this film? And, uh, you know, he's talked about that. He's talked about um, a little bit of that, taking that dive into the, the trauma that, uh, that Bruce is obviously still holding. And then pretty much when he's Batman, he's fighting everybody that, that would have that potentially he just thinks like, oh, you killed my mom. I'm going to fuck you up kind of thing. So, yeah. Hello, Mr. Patterson. I have a couple of questions. If you don't mind anything about the movie you are looking uh, for fans to experience, probably just the scope of it. What was it like coming back to a big blockbuster IP movie after years of indie? Well, Yash, technically he already came back when it came to Tenet to blockbusters. But, hey, you know, I get what you're saying. And then, of course, there's a there's some kind of Jason Todd teaser fan film. So that sounds interesting. Why is Green Arrow better than Batman? How dare you, sir? Because he's not afraid to <laughs> eat out. Wow. <laughs> it's getting a little raunchy right there with that one. That's what I like. That's why I wanted to dive into this. I wanted to hear what people had to say about this. Robert Pattinson Photo says, As of your future projects, do you see yourself in a TV show, perhaps in a production role instead of an acting one? Interesting. Would Robert Pattinson ever want to direct something or produce something? That'd be interesting to get that question to. You said in a bunch of interviews you took a selfie while wearing the bat suit. Yes, Val Kilmer's bat suit. I hope he posts that. I hope Warner Brothers lets him post that. I want to see him in the uh, the Robert Pattinson uh, or the the uh, Val Kilmer bat suit. Rob, when he was uh, has to read <laughs> some of these <laughs> replies, yeah, that's what he's gonna look like right there. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's good stuff. Is that the same picture? Is that the same person? That's pretty cool. Oh, that's adorable, isn't it? White, my God. Rob, have you seen this meme? What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure he's seen this meme. There's no way that he has not seen this meme. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. So he's definitely seen that meme. Uh, if you had a chance to, would your uh, Batman be up to meeting other DC heroes in the future? We talked about that, of course. Hello, Robert. How did it feel? Uh, like to drive the Batmobile. I'm sure that felt fucking great. Um, I think there was, I think Jeffrey Wright talked about how, you know, he was having fun with that. Anthony right here. Did you uh, keep any props or something from the wardrobe after the Batman wrapped? That would be interesting to see. And then, of course, somebody said, did this happen? <laughs> 
Ah, uh, you bunch of perverts. Did they, did, they, did they make it happen? Huh? Did they have sex on the Batmobile? Did they have sex? Robert, did you have sex with Zoe Kravitz on top of the Batmobile? Did Matt Reeves catch you? That's pretty funny. Uh, are you good at math? Please do my homework. I think that's enough. Que- I think that's enough questions that uh, we need to read off right there. So there you go. There's some questions that people had for him. Why so serious? Yeah, I know. That's the obvious question. Right? Pattinson has a good personality, so he will probably think a lot of this is hilarious. Exactly. That's what I'm, I'm really looking forward to those press junket interviews where, you know, he's just getting asked the same fucking questions over and over again. He starts having fun with it. He starts just talking all kinds of shit and stuff. You know, we've seen what he does when it comes to previous press junkets and doing dealing with press. You know, he's always had a sense of humor about all that kind of stuff. I mean, look what happened when he said, like, yeah, I didn't work out. What are you talking about? And then, you know, dumbasses like certain people were like, look at this asshole. Look at this asshole. Yeah, he didn't want to work out. Oh, yeah, look at this. He thinks he's Robert Pat. He's just like, you know, you know, he's God over here. It's like, yeah, he was fucking with everybody. Come on, man. Relax. Relax. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. I mean, that's the thing. People take it too seriously, okay, when that stuff happens, you know? They're talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. Am I, am I getting through to you at all? Are we getting through to you at all? Come on. Jeez. Anyways, just thought I'd throw that one out there. But, uh, um, so yeah, good stuff right there. Some good questions. It's going to be interesting to see what they actually do. Is he going to take over the Twitter handle? Is he going to do like a Reddit thing? Like ask me anything kind of thing. What's he going to do? Most likely Twitter, I would say, but you know, I'm going to be curious to see what he ends up doing with all that. You know, he's going to have fun with it. Like you guys are saying, he's got a, he's got a great, great, uh, sense of humor. So he's a, He's a goofy guy, so it's going to be... Uh, we're not ready for those press junkets. We're definitely not ready. So, all right. So, let's see. We got the Batman. Um, we're going to see the... We're going to look... We're now going to look at these posters right here. We got four character posters. Did they not get the Batman one? What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you not have that one? Uh, wait a minute. They don't have... Oh, yeah, they do. All right. Start with this one, of course. All right, so there's the Batman posters right here. Ah! So at first, of course, we have the Batman, which, of course, I just used this for my thumbnail. Um, so this is the style of character poster I like. I like it. I like the red. The, le- the red mixed in with a, pretty much a noir black and white, which I like. I like that. I mean, I, this costume looks great. Batsuit, obviously, is just looking phenomenal. And, of course, we have the... Uh, the little crosshairs with the, the the question mark and everything, and it says "Unmask the Truth," and he's just looking cool right there. And then, of course, we have Miss Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, and uh, she's not wearing her cow, but you know, showing those freaking nails. I don't know how you how you like uh, how you able to like pick locks and do your thievery stuff when it when you got nails that big. I tell you, I sometimes see that when I you know. We, you ladies, and you have those nails that freaking long, and you're, like, typing and stuff. I don't even doing stuff. I'm like, how do you do that? But, you know, hey, that's that's why uh, that's why I keep mine trim, even though mine are kind of long right now. I like how she has, like, a little – looks like she has a little scrape right here in her costume. So, And then, of course, we have the Riddler right here just looking like a freak. Uh, unmask the truth. Um, man, I tell you what, the Zodiac type. Um, I mean, a lot, some people are not – happy i've seen people not happy with the way the riddler looks which i'm just like um 
it's something different. We don't we didn't need the uh, the question marks all over the tights. We need something a little bit different. And why not make him look like this? Why not make him look like scary? He looks. <coughs> you wouldn't expect Paul Dano's baby face. He's got such a childlike face. You wouldn't expect Paul Dano's face to be underneath this. You would not expect that. You would not. And you hear that voice too? I mean, my God, Paul Dano. That's one thing. I mean, we've heard, of course, the little sound bites from the trailers. We've heard his voice. But we've never really got like a full-fledged like shot of him. I've been loving that when it comes to the marketing, when it comes to the trailers and the clips, is they're not just showing him flat out. You're seeing like side profile. You're seeing him from behind. You're seeing his silhouette. You're seeing him in the mask. But they're not really showing him full his full face. So he's just going to freaking... Freaking nail it. And then, of course, hey, get it. This guy right here. Garbage bag man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Garbage bag man. I just love the fact that he puts his, he still has to see, so he has to put his glasses right here. Easy, sweetheart. So, of course, we got Mr. Colin Farrell, Mr. Oswald Cobblepot right here. Just looking like a boss, looking like a boss. And, uh, man, I mean, if the, if, if the Batman doesn't get nominated for, uh, or just doesn't win, Best makeup, you know, I it, it, the fucking thing is rigged, which it, it kind of is. Uh, it, there's people that have always said, like, the awards, you know, Academy Awards and all that stuff. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be definitely something special. And I can't wait to see more of uh, more of what um, he's going to do with the Penguin series. So, so there you go. There you go. And then, uh, you know, even Matt Reeves, uh, in another interview, he was talking about the future. The future of the Batman and where it's going to go. And he talked about how uh, um, he basically, from the get-go, he wanted to just make this Bat-verse. I mean, he he just expressed that. I mean, we've heard, you know, he read, obviously, Ben Affleck Ben Affleck's Batman script and thought it was great, but it wasn't for him, you know? And I totally commend him for that. It was like, okay, that's cool, but that's not me. That, would, that was, that's what Ben came up with, and sadly, Gerald Jones. But, you know, who knows when it comes to the details of that. Um, he wanted to make his own vision and didn't think that they were going to go for it. And they went for it. And he basically was like, all right, well, let's just start building a universe. Let's do this. And they were like, basically like, okay, but you got to get these movies first. He's like, okay. So as soon as the movie started kicking the gear and then it's like, all right, GCPD, we could do a spinoff of this spinoff of that really flesh it out. He's embracing, he's embracing streaming. That's what Matt Reeves basically was saying. He's embracing the streaming uh, platform because, yeah, you can have the big movies, of course, and those big stories, but let's flesh out the characters in streaming. And he says it was like novelistic, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. So it's like, is you going to have like, you're going to take these stories. I mean, there's so much lore when it comes to the Bat universe and what he's trying to do. I can't wait for it. So cannot wait. But yeah, there's the character posters. They look great. I want them all. More posters are coming out. More stuff's coming out. I can't wait to see it all. I want it all. I got to get those Funko Pops first. And then the McFarlane toys. Man, my wallet. I'm looking, at my, I'm looking at my wallet, which is right here. I'm like, it's just like, no, 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 no. It's like trying to run away from me because I'm just going to start buying a bunch of Batman shit right now. Ugh. Rest in peace. Yep. Oh, there's Pattinson. <laughs> okay. So AT&T. Now, this was like a little small article. It didn't really get passed around that much because it's nothing really nothing really big. I mean, it's just something that's going to happen when it comes to the selling off and the merger and stuff like that. But I thought I figured I'd talk about it and talk about, well, first off, 
Speaking of HBO Max, um, HBO Max prepares to launch in 15 more countries in Europe. So this is uh, coming up right here. The WarnerMedia-owned streaming service is launching in an additional 15 nations on March 8th, this time targeting Central and Eastern Europe. This covers Bosnia. Uh, here's a Gavan. Yeah, you know, I'm not even going to try to say some of these names. Croatia, obviously the Czech Republic, Hungary, uh, Moldova, um, all these Netherlands, all right there. You can read them all. Poland, Portugal, everything like that. So 15 nations. Nations, uh, Christine, uh, Christina Salbach, general manager of HBO Max, uh, EMEA, says it has been a uh, cautious choice to get the markets launched in Europe, where the HBO Max rollout began in earnest in uh, October with launches in the, the Nordics, which we uh, talked about that, too, as well as Spain. Uh, those countries were obvious choices, as the company has a solid streaming con- customer bases um, that are Already familiar with uh, HBO Nordic right there and HBO España VOD services. We had to make sure we could migrate over that customer base and get them on HBO Max first. So there you go. So more territories getting HBO Max. So that's good. But this is the article right here. AT&T sets plan to spin off Warner Media in $43 billion deal. What the fuck does that mean? They're making a spinoff. Uh, I'm kind of curious about it, too. Kind of curious about that, too. Oh, and thank you, Ryan, for the uh, super chat. I saw somebody else did a super chat earlier, and I appreciate that for uh, three bucks. Thank you, Ryan. I actually like the so-called floating head poster uh, they put out, but bet uh, they saw people complain, and then they're like, all right, the single posters. Yeah, they probably saw a little bit of complaining, but, you know, that was mainly for India, though. But thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan Platts, for the $5 super chat. Appreciate it, sir. AT&T announced that its board uh, has decided to spin off the telco's interest in Warner Media rather than structure the media's Calgum's uh, divestiture as a split off. So instead of a spin off, it's a instead of a split off, it's going to be a spin off. The transition will spin off 100 percent of AT&T's interest in Warner Media to AT&T's existing shareholders in a pro rata distribution followed by the merger of Warner Media with Discovery in the form of a new com- company, Warner Brothers Discovery. The deal is expected to, of course, close second quarter of 2022. Previously, AT&T had targeted mid-2022 for the close. Last week, obviously, we heard about that. CEO Stan Key had said the board was still on the fence about whether to spin off Warner Media and give AT&T shareholders uh, pro rata shares in the new Warner Brothers Discovery or do a split off in which they would have the option to exchange AT&T shares for stock in Warner Media Discovery. So giving them the option to either split off, spin off, you know, it's all technical stuff. But apparently the shareholders, they're going to get all that for Warner Discovery instead of giving them the option to exchange AT&T shares to that. So that's what it all means. Stan Key told analysts, on the Q4 earnings call that were uh, pros and cons to going either with a spin or a split. A split off would have essentially amounted to a large stock buyback by AT&T. So there you go. That's what they're doing. In the end, AT&T decided to spin off was the best path. Analysts had noted that the risk with a split off would have been that AT&T's retail heavy investor base would not want to own a piece of Warner uh, Warner Media Discovery. So basically, 
if you would have did the split off, it's like, oh, yeah, the shares would have went over to the Warner Discovery. But maybe some of the people that the shareholders wouldn't want that, especially seems like AT&T didn't want Warner Media anymore. So there you go. The new uh, WBD is um, expected to continue investing billions in the streaming strategy, which will be a drag on earnings. And if only small number of AT&T shareholders opt to exchange their shares in the telco for shares in WBD, that's I actually like that WBD. That, that kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit right there. Um, that wouldn't have the desired outcome of substantially reducing AT&T's outstanding shares. So, there you go. Just a bunch of, you know, got to keep those shareholders happy, right? Got to keep them happy. So there you go. That's what all that means right there. So that's what all that means. It's just uh, giving them those options. It's the best opportunity, I guess you could say. Hopefully, hey, you know, if uh, something happens with this merger, I mean, I might, when, when it happens, I might, you know, buy some shares or something like that in WB or Warner Media, see if it ends up going up. It would suck if it tanked, but hopefully it doesn't. But we'll see what happens. I won't put in probably that much. You never want to invest more than you're willing to lose. That's the rule about the stock market right there. And sometimes, you know, you just got to let it slowly build. Take your profits when you do. That's what I've been kind of learning when it comes to stock. Um, the stock market and, you know, the various markets out there. Just don't take advice from me. I <laughs> suck. Anyways. Okay. February. Boop. Did that not come in? There we go. There we go. February movies. All right. So this is a new segment I'm going to start doing at the, uh, the beginning of the month when it comes to uh, a new month. And we're going to start, you know, we're going to talk about the movies that are coming out this month. Now, I ran a poll. I ran a poll to uh, and I asked you guys, uh, which movie were you looking forward to the most when it came to February? Now, obviously, we could talk about the February movies that are coming out. Um, let's see. February movies that are definitely coming out. So, I mean, obviously, this weekend right here, I'm like, damn it. Well, first off, I'm not going to be able to see a movie this week. And I forgot I'm actually going to be going to a comedy show on Thursday. So it looks like I'm not going to be able to see a movie. That sucks because I haven't been in the movie theaters in a while. But uh, we got Moonfall and Jackass Forever that's coming out the first the first weekend of uh, of February. And I'm like, damn it. Why do you got to why, why do we have to have both? I want to see both of those, of course. But apparently, um, yeah, that's not going to be in the cards even for either one of them. So we got those two movies. Those are like the big movies that are going to be coming out. Of course, there's going to be like smaller other movies. Not going to really talk about those. We're going to talk about the main the main movies. So, yeah, Jackass and, of course, Moonfall is coming out. There's also um, um, there's another Liam Neeson movie coming out called Blacklight, which it's Liam Neeson kicking ass again. That's all it is. I remember seeing the little TV spot during the playoffs over the weekend, and I'm like, hey, yes, it's another movie of just Liam Neeson kicking someone's ass. Uh, freelance government operative. That's who he is. But then he got Death on the Nile, which is, of course, the, sequ uh, the sequel to... Um, um, the Orient uh, Express, and, uh, you know, of course, there's there's some controversy when it comes to Death on the Nile uh, because you have Army Hammer that's in there, and then, of course, people are even saying Letitia Wright, but I think the Letitia Wright thing is not not the same as Army Hammer. Let's, let's, we all remember those messages. Remember when Casual Batman read those messages last year? Very creepy. And then you also have Marry Me, um, which, of course, you know, it's Owen Wilson, J-Lo. It's a romantic comedy. Probably one of those that, yeah, maybe I'll catch it on, I'll catch it on uh, video or something like that. So not really, you know, not really um, looking towards that. 
Yeah, uh, JLo. I mean, anybody look at yeah. So you got some people that are saying that you know Black Lightly. Yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoy watching Liam Neeson kick some ass. So I'll probably watch it when it's on video. Then you got the movie Dog, Dog. It's just called Dog. Obviously with Channing Tatum, where he has to take a dog to uh, a fallen soldier's funeral. Uh, I keep on seeing this trailer everywhere I go. Um, I mean, I guess it could be something. I don't know if you guys are looking for uh, if you're um. You're looking for some kind of family type movie, even though it's PG-13, so maybe it's not fully family. But then you got an Uncharted, Uncharted, which, uh, you know, I didn't play the game. And I know a lot of people not liking uh, the casting choice. Tom Holland playing a young, uh, a young, I forgot the character's name. Let's see. Hold on. Let me click that right there. Drake, right? Young Thief Drake. That's right. And then, of course, you got Sully um, played by Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg right there. So, Uncharted, I don't know. I know some people, hmm, dog, I'm not looking forward to. What about Uncharted, huh? Anybody? Uh, and then you got a couple other ones called, like, The Ledge, which uh, I don't ever even heard of. Uh, the Cursed, uh, yeah, just other ones. Sneakerella. Sneakerella's coming out also. We got Pursuit with John. I mean, there's some movies that are coming out. I'm like, damn, I didn't even know these were coming out. I love the what the, I'm on the website and they even say like uh, Free Guys. So they haven't updated their website when like Free Guy was com- supposed to be coming out. And then also we have another uh, Tyler Perry's Medea Homecoming. So if anybody are, you know, into those movies, which I am not. Um, yeah, you got another Medea movie coming. out. I thought Tyler Perry retired but of course that's the one that's the the character that made him millions and millions of dollars so why would you want to do that why would you want to do that i am looking forward to the foo fighters of course a movie coming out called studio 666 uh definitely will be watching that because you know favorite band gotta do it so but yeah those are pretty much uh you know there's a handful of other movies too but those are the ones uh i guess they're gonna do uh, the godfather 50th anniversary so that'll be coming out too so um got all that so but uh when it comes to the um the the poll that i put on youtube um so we got it right here let's see yeah uh 39 out of uh 1100 uh votes 39 said uncharted so people in the youtubes are looking forward to uncharted i did not expect that to be honest I thought Jackass Forever was actually going to win. It came in second at 26%, then Death on the Nile, 72, 15% for Moonfall, and then, of course, 3% for Dog. So, hey, there's a somebody, there are people out there that want to see Dog and want to see the, you know, the Dog movie. Why not? You know, seems pretty heartwarming right there. So we'll see. What do you think? So uh, another question I would ask you guys, too, is like, which which movie do you think is going to, is going to rake in the dough. Which movie do you think is going to rake in the dough? Is it going to be Uncharted? Is it going to be Jackass? I don't think I, I don't think any of the other movies are really going to like, you know, pull in big box office numbers, but I mean, if I had to put my money on it, I would say Jackass is most likely going to be people want to laugh. If people are going to go out, you know, that haven't been to the movies in forever, they want to laugh, and if of course you've always liked the Jackass movies and the show, that movie probably is going to uh, do gangbusters when it comes to the month of February. Uh, Uncharted might do well too. I don't know. It seems like uh, seems like it's gonna be all right. I don't know. I'll check it out when it comes out. But I don't know. Holland exudes zero Nate. I know. Well, that's what they do. Nathan Drake. Yeah, I know. Well, it doesn't even feel like uh, is Wahlberg really um, put out the other character. I mean, he doesn't look good in a mustache. <laughs> I can tell you that Mark Wahlberg does not look good in a mustache. 
So, yeah. So, yeah, Uncharted followed by Jackass. Okay. So you think Uncharted's going to be uh, number one first there, Ryan? Okay. Okay. Need a good laugh. They will deliver, obviously. I mean, yeah, it looks hilarious. Going to play Uncharted on PS5 would be a better movie in every way. Yeah, there you go. I'll watch Dog before I watch Uncharted. Interesting. No, Wahlberg doesn't fit either. I know. So it seems like neither one of them fit at all. So, okay. So, you know, Uncharted, uh, like casting uh, Steve Urkel to play Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal there, D-Ball. But, hey, you know. I know. Some people are not liking it. Some people are not liking it. Uh, meanwhile, everybody else is talking about uh, talking about sliding into people's DMs. Jeez. Uh, you could slide into my DMs, too, if you want. It's fine. See so you guys talking about that. So <laughs> can we skip this month? I know. I just want to get to the Batman already. Fuck. Uh, uh, I really want I really want to skip to the Batman, but, you know, but we'll see. But, yeah, I'm predicting that. I'm predicting that when it comes to those movies that I uh, was looking at, I think Death on the Nile is going to get the, it's going to be the most critically praised of all the movies. Um, Jackass Forever is going to be the most audience uh, praised, obviously. Uh, Moonfall is probably going to get shit on, but I'm, I'm, all, I'm down for a Roland Emmerich movie. I'm, I'm, I'm totally down. Um, I know it's going to be ridiculous and, 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 you know, over the top, but I'm down for a Roland Emmerich uh, disaster flick. <laughs> I'm definitely down. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, Jackass Forever, I think is gonna, it's gonna do, uh, it's gonna do gangbusters in the, uh, in the box office right there, so we'll see what happens, so, all right, uh, didn't realize, I know, it's coming out this weekend, Jacob, it's coming out this weekend, so, buy your tickets, all right, let's go to the tweets, let's go to, what the fuck, (laughs) holy shit, <laughs> uh, thank you, Ryan. I just saw the picture that you just uh, that we're gonna that you guys will see too that you sent. Oh my lord! Anyways, let's go to the uh, Twitter questions right here. <laughs> All right, Mr. Brad, Brad Coran. Doesn't the uh, complete sell-off of Warner Media by AT&T and so soon after their merger indicate a need for big changes? Yes, that's that's an indication. The fact that they're just like. We don't want this. We don't want this. That's why, you know, but we have to be patient, though. Remember, we've got to be patient. Things aren't going to happen right away. But, yeah, that does kind of give you an indication that, that AT&T was like, fuck these guys. <laughs> fuck them. Uh, Ryan, evening, Dave. I just watched Ford v. Ferrari again and can't help to think how much Ford uh, MGT was like uh-huh, Warner Brothers, yeah, WB back in the day, and Carol Shelby was like Zack Snyder. When they finally left the man alone, they won big time. Side note, Joker gets better with each view, and yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, you could do a, do a parallel when it comes to Ford versus Ferrari and, uh, and uh, Warner Brothers versus fucking Zack. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Andrew Casali, if there was No Way Home style multiverse movie, but with Batman or Superman, what is the three versions you use and what five villains would there be? Jeez, I don't know. I mean, with Batman, when it comes to Batman, I mean, obviously there's a big, huge rogues gallery when it comes to a lot of that. So, I mean, I would just have like the I would have like the the mains. And and then, of course, you know, you'd want Affleck, um, you know. I probably would have Keaton in there and then maybe Pattinson. I don't know. And then Superman's, you know, you want Cavill. You know, I'd, I'd bring in uh, Brandon Ruth. And then, I mean, obviously, 
can't have uh, Christopher Reeves, so maybe Mr. Hoakland. I don't know. But, yeah. Mr. Eric Blake. So, a few years back, a movie was starring Kevin Spacey, but they reshot his scenes because of his issues. Ditto for Zach reshooting a character in Army of the Dead. So this month, Death on the Nile comes out and still got Army Hammer. Why no reshoots? Probably because he was not that big of a role. And his his stuff was just creepy, weird things, weird messages that he sent. Um, I mean, I guess it wasn't it didn't seem like it was going to be as drastic. It was not as drastic. I don't know. We had Chris D'Elia, who was, uh, you know, was being accused by underage girls uh, about, you know, so you had that. And then you had Kevin Spacey, who was who was messing with underage boys. So. I, maybe it's just not as bad. He's just a fucking weirdo. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what may, why they decided not to. Uh, twill terror, ter, tourist? <laughs> I almost said terrorist. Cyclone. How much do you think Black Adam will make? Um, I don't know if it'll make a billion. I think it'll definitely do a nice chunk. I would, I'm going to guess like six hundred to 700000 But then again, we're still kind of in a pandemic. But look at this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Miss Patella. How you doing? Jeez. Yeah. Nice picture that she took right there. Huh? Holy crap. <laughs> that's she's flexible. That's for damn sure. Jeez. That's a good selfie right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess I should follow her on whatever fucking uh, social media she's posting on. Huh? guess I should do that. Jeez. Hello. Yeah, so she's going to be kicking some more ass. That's for damn sure. Many, 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 many thoughts, right, Ryan? Well, thank you for sending me that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And then finally, Mike, Soup's Kenobi, a bit behind the times here, but I always knew Whedon would try to stage a comeback, but holy shit, did I not see him so violently shit his own bed like that. There is uh, there, there are criminal defense lawyers who looked at that, that and shook their heads. What a bloody fool. Yes, absolutely a bloody fool, indeed. Right. Guy's a fucking idiot, man. And let's hope he just uh, never comes back. Never, ever comes back. Just just stay away. Stay away. Yes, many, 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 many thoughts. And thank you for the super chat there, Ryan. Much appreciated as always. So there you go, guys. Thank you for the Twitter questions. You guys are awesome. And uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up right meow. Like I said, if you want to be part of the members-only post-show stream, become a member. Join. Uh, added support, of course, always appreciated. And uh, any kind of support is always appreciated, guys. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel, notification bell. You know what I'm doing this stuff. And, of course, there's the Patreon right up there, which uh, you know, I'm trying to rework and get some more exclusive stuff on there. We had a great Patreon stream on Sunday. And, of course, we have uh, the film Junkie Closet, which merchandise down below. So see you uh, members in a little bit. Look on your timelines, your, your uh, YouTube timeline for the link, and uh, I'll see everybody else. Tomorrow, same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys, love you. Talk to you later.